You're listening to Aubrey CD Speaks, where truth is spoken for your freedom. Hello, and thank you for listening to Aubrey CD Speaks. This episode, I'm going to talk about prophetic dreams, or what I call God dreams. And the reason I'm talking about this is because um, there's actually, um, it's actually pretty significant right now. And and um, I'm not going to talk about um, a broad spectrum, you know, about dreams. I'm actually going to get pretty specific um, because I am watching a dream manifest. And, you know, when you've had God dreams, um, prophetic dreams, um, some of them are to tell you something. Some of them um, are to share with others. It's to tell someone else. And some of them are of a global scale. And you, you've, you can speak about it. But at the same time, it's kind of a, a wait and see. You know, um, like for instance, the prophet Jeremiah, he told them over and over again what this global skill of something was going to happen, and they didn't heed to it, uh, and he basically watched it happen. He watched it manifest before his eyes, and, uh... Um, that's kind of where I'm at right now, um, with a certain dream that, let's see, my husband and I have been married for 11 years, almost 11 years in June. So it's about a 13 year old dream. And for a while, I kind of just kept it to myself and, and only, my mother knew because I woke up and <laughs> I woke up and told her because it was such a profound dream. And I told my husband and I think I told a few people, maybe a handful of people after that, because I, I honestly, I wasn't too sure where to go with it. I've, I had never had a, a dream on this scale before. So I wasn't too sure what to do with it, and I was pretty sure um, that the Lord was speaking to other people, and that had even, uh, not just a voice, but a a sphere of influence, a big sphere of influence, that could also really be talking. But I want to share this with you, um, because, um, like I said, I see it happening before my eyes. I see a lot of it happening before my eyes. I see it uh, trying to really manifest itself in a large scale. I may have talked a little bit about it one time. I'm not too sure, but I'm going to talk about it now. Now, this dream, and that's how I'm going to start. Um, in the dream, I was someone that was supervising a, a, um, 
a reconditioning, a um, as well as um, kind of like an archaeological dig was going on just about the same time as some revitalizing was going on to this building in Russia. And um, in my dream, I was thinking that it was St. Petersburg. Like I had the thought of this dream in St. Petersburg. And it was this type, it was this kind of a, um, like a Russian Orthodox Basilica. But at the same time, it was used as other things. And so I was overseeing um, what was being found in this place that really hadn't been um, touched, as well as revitalizing some of the frescoes, mosaics, um, art pieces that were found there. And um, that was significant for me. Uh, because I was actually, had been going to school um, for things like that. I was working on um, a graduate's degree um, in museum studies. And I was uh, leaning more that way. Um, as well as, you know, interning. I was going to intern for a museum registrar and um, build myself up because I loved archaeology um, but I also loved I had a passion for the history and art history so that was very significant for me for you know me being this leader and overseer of all of this um, during this time there was this one day a lot of commotion and uh, there had been a find. Somebody had found something. And so I ran over to see what it was. And it was the body of this man that had been uh, preserved and mummified. I guess you could say mummified. Um, but not the way the Egyptians did it. It was preserved in this certain way. Uh, for it, for the body to continue um, looking as alive as possible. Um, and uh, um, they had found the body of this very famous person, dictator, like... He was very, um, um, he was monstrous. He was a horrible leader, ruler, um, and was the misery of so many and uh, so many there in that country. And um, remember, this is a dream. Um, but I knew it was a God dream because God dreams are specific. There's color. There's numbers, like God dreams are very different from my regular dreams. And I'm very aware uh, um, in my dreams when I have God dreams, I'm very aware that they are God dreams. They're very specific. Holy Spirit always makes a point to reveal to me that I am 
in many ways very much awake um, in my dream. Um, anyway, um, and uh, there's a fear. Some people are doing certain superstitious things, terrified. Now, one of the things that they did to this body um, was they removed the heart of this horrible person um, and and put it in this special, like, locked box um, uh, to uh, keep him from coming back to life and revitalizing the, the superstition of was uh, if his heart was put back into his body, he would come back to life. And, you know, I, I kind of chewed that away because there are so many little stories connected in that form. Um, and, uh, you know, it's a dead body. Well, there was more commotion and I asked them where the heart was during some of this commotion in the background. I asked them where the box was with the heart. And um, they had said that it, it was supposed to be there in, like in another room. Well, the commotion got to us. And um, um, the box had been found. And... Uh, um, I was like, okay, well, let's let's uh, put these in this one certain room, and then we'll 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 investigate more after we've done a few other things, and and I just put it aside to look on later. Besides, there was so much fear in the eyes of the workers that were there that I I had to do something. Well, um, later on that night, um. I was told, uh, uh, I, I guess I was called or awakened. I was told to to get there and to get there fast. And so um, I hurried and got there. There was trouble going on. There were people there. Anyway, they had uh, broken in and they had somehow unlocked the box to his heart. And... Um, with me there seeing all of it, they had put his heart back into his body and his eyes opened and I woke up and the Lord told me to take heed to that. Well, at first I was like, this, that was freaky. That was a little bit scary. That was a God dream. What's he telling me? And like I said, I immediately knew that was St. Petersburg. Um, the place that it just seemed like St. Petersburg to me. And if you don't know where St. Petersburg that I'm describing, it's St. Petersburg, Russia. I was in Russia. I was um, in this dream. I was uh, working on this building in Russia that had one time been a Russian Orthodox church. And a, a very old one, you know, it used to be Russian Orthodox, then Orthodox, Eastern Orthodox, you know, it was a very old church and, um, and it had been changed 
over time by another people or group. And um, the Lord made me very aware of the fact that it was communism that had replaced that building. It was a, um, it had been renamed um, uh, after Lenin. And um, so, of course, I'm like, okay, that's communism. All right, Lord, you're, you're talking to me about communism. What are you saying about it? And the Lord showed me that um, there would be those who would uh, try to bring it back to life. And not only would it come back to life, but it would if it came back to life, it would come back with a vengeance. And, um, oh, that was something about this body. It would be very powerful if it came back to life because it would kind of be dead but alive. And um, so I, I looked up. I looked up a picture of Lenin. And sure enough, it, that was the face that I saw in my dream. And then I find out that he had... Um, he had... Um, uh, uh, had him, he had put it for his body upon death to be preserved in such a way that he didn't even look dead. Um, he was cremated in such a way, and uh, he was like that for a long time. Don't know what he lo it looks like now, um, but it was like that for a long time. It was supposed to be preserved in this um way of saying that what he that he would live forever that what he did would never die it was a symbol and this i didn't know before the dream so upon looking at it and researching it and stuff you can imagine it kind of freaked me out um i i will tell you this god dreams they can freak you out <laughs> there can be very freak out dreams and this dream was, wasn't just a for me dream. It was on a global scale. This was a global scale dream. And, and those dreams are pretty big. And those dreams can be a little bit scary. So it's something that I, I, I've always kept with me very close. Um, you can ask my husband, things have happened, um, and, you know, over time in history, you know, uh, recent history, and um, I've, you know, we hear something and I look over at him and I'm like, I, that dream, you know, um, and I have literally seen in the last 10 years at least a, um, I, uh, even bolder and greater attempt as years go on for a resurgence uh, of an old communism. Um, it's, um, you would say, well, communism is still around, and I, a, a type of it, a type that has had to adapt to the world in order to survive. So it's not, in many ways, 
an old-fashioned type of communism. Um, and this is about that old-fashioned type of communism trying to be awakened again. And here we are in 2022 um, seeing certain things take place. And, and I say this, I say this with all honesty and with, um, with a knowledge, with a certain knowledge of, uh, of it all, um, of having prayed about this, being shown things and praying about this for some time now, um, there is a resurgence of communism coming in and um, has quietly, over time, working its tail off to take over in a global scale the world, to, to finally take over the world, but to finally do what was the plan all those years ago. And it's working hard, very, very hard from multiple countries to, to come back in a vengeance and come back in a very old way, which was um, terrifying, absolutely terrifying. Um, no one was safe. Absolutely no one was safe. And in, in, in the, the, the time of Lenin's communism, nothing and no one were safe. I, I, I think in some ways Stalin was even worse, but, but no one was safe. And you breathed wrong and that was it. You were gone. Um, but the one, the number one thing that uh, communism, and I could even say Leninism, <laughs> but communism tries to remove is God. And it, it does so with a, it's a, completely foolish attempt. Um, honestly, it's like God's holding, um, it's, you know, like a, like, you know, like a, an adult that the kid's trying to swing for the adult, they're trying to hit the adult and the adult has the, the kid's he head in its palm. And no matter what the kid does trying to get at the, at the adult, it just doesn't work. It doesn't happen. Um, it's almost, that's almost what I see. Um, but, but there's, there's a greater, like, God doesn't even have to have his hand out and do that, but they're shaking their fists at God and they are desperately trying to take away, um, the existence of God, but even more than that, the existence of salvation through Jesus Christ and Jesus Christ alone. And let me tell you why. It's, for, it's because of the second thing that they're trying to remove. And that's freedom. 
Because being a true believer in Christ, and I'm specifically saying that, not just I'm an American and so I'm Christian, I'm from the South and so I'm Christian, I grew up in church and so I'm a Christian, I was baptized as a baby so I'm a Christian, I... uh, I gave my heart to Jesus at this one vacation Bible school, and I got baptized, and so I'm a Christian, but you don't, like you're, you know, there's there's no real, you're not a real born-again Christian. I'm being specific here. Um, I'm not talking about just the ones that call themselves Christians. I'm talking about real born-again Christians. Real born-again Christians know what freedom is. They understand what true freedom is. Real freedom as a born-again believer in Jesus is something that you really can't touch. You can't touch it. No matter how much you beat the body, you cannot take the freedom that is within you because of Jesus Christ. Because of uh, uh, the love of God that's been poured out upon your heart. It cannot be taken away. There is an independence. There is a freedom. There is a will to thrive, not just survive, but to thrive no matter what. The hand of God is upon you, and no matter what's going on, there's a favor of God upon you. How many believers in Christ in the history, in history during communism, uh, uh, Nazism, have we have we read about have i mean and if you don't know what i'm talking about um you need to look them up uh richard vonbrand and his wife sabina um his son their son michael and and what he did to uh keep going um wow it's mind blowing um and they went through communism and not nazism and communism in Romania. Um, the communism in China, uh, Watchman Nee, Brother Yun, and, and these are just contemporaries. Okay, you guys? Um, if um, uh, uh, I would say uh, a good movie to watch, you really want to understand a lot of it, is uh, go and watch uh, China Cry. It's an amazing movie. Um, and it gives you a pretty good idea about, uh, I mean, it, it's in, in some ways Hollywoodized, but it gives you a pretty good idea about life in communist China, you know, um, and, um, and what happened to someone that, um, became a believer and did what she could to escape into Hong Kong, um, when you know uh, during the freedom of Hong Kong, and a lot of believers in Jesus uh, at that time did that. But um, every single one, yeah, they dealt with beatings. Yeah, there was torture. Yeah, there was um, a lack of food and water and. Many times they thought they wouldn't survive, and and many times they felt so low and lonely. Yes, all of that happened. But so many times, 
God shined his light on them, showed them there was the favor of God on them. They still preached the gospel. Some of them won over their prison guards to Jesus, and prison guards ended up being their fellow prisoners. Um, And they happily, joyfully were brothers in Christ. Uh, It's absolutely amazing. Um, reading and and about these people and the time that the Lord, you know, was talking to me about uh, a resurgent, a, a manifesting. And, um, I mean, they knew what freedom meant. They knew what freedom was. Even though all that was going on around them and to them. They understood what freedom was and nothing could touch that. And it's a dangerous thing. And it's something that has been said that a believer in Christ is dangerous. And the reason that they're dangerous is because they know freedom and that freedom cannot be removed no matter what happens with the law. No matter how the government changes, a freedom freedom from a person that's a believer in Christ cannot be taken. You cannot break their spirit. Um, they're dangerous because they reveal to others that freedom in Jesus Christ. They, uh, if you kill them, more come, more, more show up. There is a, an increase and a multiplication to believers in Christ. It cannot die. And as they're desperately trying to get it to die, they are only spreading the gospel even further. Now, um, with that being said, We need to be aware of this. And I'm sharing this with you because this is something we need to be aware of as believers in Christ. Um, we need to see what's going on. We can't allow ourselves to be blinded by the other things that are going on. We cannot allow ourselves um, to forget what's really happening around us because where the world sees everything in the eyes of the flesh we have those eyes and spiritual eyes we are aware of spiritual things and we have to keep ourselves uh, heightened to it and we have to stay vigilant and on guard um with it all, uh, not distracted by the other things that are going on around us or what's happening around us. Um, we have a wonderful opportunity to bring more people to Jesus right now. We also have a wonderful opportunity to look at that stronghold, that spirit 
that ungodly spirit of communism and say no. And tell it it has to go. Tell it it cannot be um, reawakened. That it, it's not allowed on our territory. It's not allowed in our turf. We cannot be, our, our eyes cannot be closed. We cannot be silent about this. And it's some of the reason why I wanted to share this. Because we, we can't be silent about this. And, and you know, if, if you say, well, I, I don't really want to get political about this stuff, you don't even have to get political about this. Communism look, is, is, is a spiritual thing. It's a spiritual matter. It's not something that we are to fight merely in the flesh we fight it in the spirit because it can go in the spirit it 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 bends to it bends to the will of god in the spirit and so as believers in christ let's 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 speak our death and life is in the power of the tongue our our voices are powerful we have dominion on this earth God has given us back the authority. Um, Jesus is, Jesus took the keys of uh, f- f- from Satan. We now have the authority uh, on this earth. It, you know, he, Satan can call himself the the prince of this earth, the prince of the air, all he wants to, but he has no authority over our lives. He has no authority where 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 it comes to it comes to us. He's no longer um, the one that has dominion on this earth, the one that has authority. We have authority through Jesus Christ to say, no, you may not. No, you're not, you're not going to go this far. No, you, you have to turn back. No, you have to be broken down in Jesus' name. No, those high places have to come down in Jesus' name. No communism, you cannot awaken you you are destroyed in the name of Jesus. You bow to the name of Jesus. You will cower to the name of Jesus. And you will stay under our feet in Jesus' name. We have authority over you. And we say no. We will not be asleep when you try to come in and take us. And that is, it's, it's also why it's so important for revival to come to the believers in Christ. Because we also have to understand what it means to have that authority and how to use that authority, and how to use our voices. Because we can spin our wheels as hard as we can and as fast as we can and go nowhere. But if we understand who we are in Christ, and that we are children of God, and as children, we have authority because we are joint heirs with Christ. And we can go to the throne room boldly and... and and whatever is God's will, we can ask and he will give to us. Okay. But also we can, we can go boldly and we can, we can declare the will of God over our lives, over this earth. I am, I am a mother. I am a wife. I have this fear of being a Texan. I have this fear of influence of being an American and I can say no. You can't come to America. America is mine. This is my country. 
And, and you can declare over your countries, absolutely not, this will not happen, this cannot last, and, and begin declaring, coming together, unifying as one, and, and, and declaring in the heavenlies that the gates of hell will not prevail over our lives and, and over our countries. And communism has no foothold. Communism has to go in Jesus' name. We need to be declaring that. We need to understand that we're not going to just stop it. Um, we're not going to just stop it by voting. It, that's, that's not, we cannot go by that mindset. We're not going to stop it just by voting. We have to be declaring things in the heavenlies. We have to understand the power that we have that will manifest on this earth because, because of the words and because of our position as believers in Christ, walking in authority. You don't have to be a preacher in order to do it. You just have to understand who you are as a son and daughter of God. We have to be reawakened. Our eyes have to be opened. We have to be revived to the truth of God's word and to the truth of who we are in Christ and to the truth of what Holy Spirit is, who Holy Spirit is, and what he does in us and through us and through our words. We are a mouthpiece. We are uh, uh, like um, Psalms, a pen of a ready writer. Our our mouths are used to glorify God. Our mouths are also used to speak the, the will of God over this earth. And that's what we need to be doing. And that's how we need to be uh, coming against this. We need to be standing in the heavenlies, sitting at, we can, we can sit at the Father's feet. We can sit gazing our eyes on Jesus. We, we can do that. And we can say, no, God sits in the heavens and laughs. Let's be like our Father and, and, and declare with the power and the authority that he's given to us and say, no, no, you're, this ain't going to happen. This is not okay. And, and watch, you know, you know, do it in your own individual life. Um, speak over your children. Speak over your husband. Speak over your, your, your business. Speak over your, your finances. Speak over your, um, the, you know, the things that you possess, that your vehicles will work perfectly. And, and, um, and you know, speak over your... Um, your, your place of residence, speak over the authority that you have and the property that you own, you know, a favor of God upon you speak over, um, man, speak over, you know, have a business, you have employees to speak over their lives, that they will be blessed, that they will thrive, that, uh, God will increase their lives and speak over your, your state you know, speak over your city, speak over your county, speak over your state, uh, speak over your country, and 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 watch God move, because I guarantee you're not the only one doing it. But you can't wait for somebody else to do it. You've got to do it on your own. You can't wait for the preachers to do it or the apostles to do it. You got to do it. You're a child of God. Go for it. Go for it. He hears you. He loves you for it. Go talk to him. And if you're not too sure, you know, ask Holy Spirit to reveal who you are in Christ, to reveal 
the love of the Father and who you are in the Father's eyes. And uh, I'm going to wrap this up uh, by just praying over you. Father, you love us so much. And I just ask that you begin to reveal that love to the people that are listening to this podcast. That, Father, that your love would begin to to be revealed in their lives. That, Father, that you would show them in dreams and visions and in your word and, and begin to build them up and reveal who they are in you. That you are their father and, and they are your children. And, Father, I just ask that you would reveal the, the authority that you have given to them as children of God. The authority that you have given to them um, as as joint heirs with Christ, Jesus, Jesus, show your your people who they are. Show them and reveal to them that not only did you die for them for them to be saved, but you died to heal their minds, their bodies their hearts for a complete and total transformation of their lives and of who they are and who they are in you. You have clothed us. We are clothed with your righteousness, Jesus. And so I ask that 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 would just be imparted upon them, that revival would come to the children of God, to those that are listening, Holy Spirit, manifest the Father's love in their hearts right now. Right now, at this very moment, reveal to them, Holy Spirit, who they are in Christ and who they are as children of God and the authority that they walk in. That everywhere their feet touch is theirs. And they can declare it as such. Because they are children of God. And because they walk in the authority of Christ. The freedom that he has given to us. As born again believers. Is astounding Holy Spirit. Reveal the freedom to them that they have that they're no longer bound in any kind of chains, that they're no longer those that are, are, are held back. So Holy Spirit, I ask that you reveal the Father's love. Reveal freedom, the freedom that they have as children of God, that they already have, and the love that God already has for them they possess manifested in their lives show them show them what the love of god can do the knowledge the knowledge of it holy spirit i ask that you would just begin to awaken places in their spirit that need to be awakened and revived so that 
they would burn more of the love of the Father, more fire of the Holy Spirit, more oil to continue to stay lit and alive for God, that their eyes would burn. Overwhelm them with the goodness of God so that they can be released with this knowledge, with this joy, the joy of their salvation. Holy Spirit, fill them with joy, more joy, more joy. That laughter would be like a medicine to them, that joy would be like a balm, that the chains would be broken, that they would be sent their voices would be loosened, their tongues would be loosened, and that the boldness of God would speak out in joy, in love, filled by you, fueled by you, Holy Spirit. Thank you. Thank you, Father, for Holy Spirit. Thank you so much that your presence gets to be with us all of the time that we don't have to wait to experience your presence, but your presence gets to be with us here on this earth. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. I encourage you to just abide, just stay, just stay in this moment. Stay in this place with the Father. And let Him talk to you. Let Him reveal things to you. And just welcome Him. Open yourself up. Yield to Him. Open your heart to Him. Open every place, every crevice, every door. for him to feel and transform, to heal and mend, to love, for you to have more. Stay, stay in this place. It's a good place. It's a good place. And I will talk with you again sometime. Be blessed.